Good afternoon, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. 12.59, leaving the library. I guess I was there, uh, I think, around two hours, actually, today. Anyway, a couple of things. I'm heading back now. I'm actually hungry. <laughs> I had uh, breakfast around 10.30. Anywho, uh, well, the book is done, so, you know, Basically, he did the staff, so now I'm going to have to basically match what he said to my staff because I don't know how to transfer the doc document that he sent me, the, the format, you know, the doc format. And I have my staff on Apple on pages, so I'm just basically going to go side by side, which is not a big deal, you know, and then just make sure I get it kosher. And uh, that's a very small project. And then another thing, I had a, well, what looks like it's going to be my next uh, client. So... Somebody with a overweight concern. So, ironically, one of the easiest and hardest one to deal with. You know, kind of ironic. Because it is simple in terms of uh, the strategy. You have to reduce your your calorie intake. And then if you do that, that's, you're on your way. Uh, but I think they are, it's multifaceted, the challenge. Is one is people expectations that it should be happening so fast, which is actually problematic. And I believe that's one of the reasons we have this failure of diet, because this thing that happens very fast, suddenly, and they are not sustainable. So it's not like a change of lifestyle. It's just this intervention, kind of like going into a hospital. And then once you get out of the hospital, everything goes up to shit, you know? Uh, that's not right, it goes up to shit goes uh, up in uh, up in flame, no, goes away, goes up in smoke. What was I thinking? I was thinking of a turn of a phrase, but I can't think of it. It goes away, basically. So, that is definitely one point I already uh, got across to her, you know, being like, we're not going to be, uh, just want, you know, before you even send me the, the intake form, the, el formulario, que, que lo sepas, you know, that you would know, Que lo sepas, that's uh, subjunctive in Spanish, sepas, from saber. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, more and more I'm getting a good handle on it. You know, I keep uh, making a bunch of mistakes, but uh, less and less frequently. That basically we're not going to be measuring the progress in terms of how quickly you lose the weight, you know. So I could make you a protocol that you would lose a lot of weight very quickly, but it'll just turn out to be an Abject failure, un fracaso. Un fracason. I don't even know if you can say that. Uh, in many words, you would use an, uh, instead of a, como like una cuchera, they would use a cuche, cucheron, which would mean a, a cuchera is a spoon and cucheron is a ladle. So it's some, to make it bigger, you know. Anyway, so, so kind of, you know, I kind of got excited. So uh, maybe I just kind of, uh, I get distracted a little bit by it, but you know, of course, I'm excited. Uh, this is a well, you know, it's definitely a simple case, and then uh, so we shall see. I send her the form, the intake form, and then uh, making sure also, please do not rush it when you fill it out. It, all of it is very important in it, whether it makes sense to you or not. Don't worry. Be honest. You know, take your time. It's very, very important. You know, it's. Uh, I think I can appreciate more that human 
you know, the human, uh, that nuance about wanting to please or wanting to look a certain way, even though if it's detrimental to your goal, you know, meaning you want the people to think good of you. So that's why self-reporting is problematic. Like in science, you know, you, you they have to make, uh, they have to add things to make up for inaccurate self-reporting because people just, uh, yeah, they just feel bad. <laughs> so they're just going to change things to inflate things to, to make it look better and hence feel better. But anywho. So those two things kind of happened. So I'm going to have that book to work on. More, I will see. We'll see what the rest of today is like. It's ridiculous. I could actually be in short and t-shirt right now. So, you know, it's just one o'clock. But of course, you know, that was uh, predicted. Uh, that was forecasted. The warms. But I mean, right now it's just ridiculous. So I'm of course going to be having lunch outside. Uh, I had this amazing nap yesterday. Well, I think I talked about it. Amazing outside, but I had my sleeping bag and I was uh, wrapped like a hot dog or pig in a blanket. I guess that's more like it. More like a pig in a blanket. Anyway, the day's young, so one more day, my friends. Oh, and one more thing. In the nick of time, I just uh, I did my monthly letter in French. You know, I was uh, I wasn't getting much juice for it. You know, um, but I'm like just hold on to your commitment. You know, you said you would be once a once a month. I'm glad I took it down to once a month instead of twice a month. So so I just made the time this morning when I got to the library, put uh, the wall from Pink Floyd. Kind of a weird choice, but. Uh, it made sense at the time. And then uh, I just wrote. And um, actually, big chunk of it was about the Desert Father, about the, my uh, intermittent fasting and the, the connection between lust and gluttony. Uh, gluttonerie in French. I had to look it up, actually. It was like, ugh. Uh, gula, it's in Spanish, which is, of course, so different. And then uh, lust. Ooh. Uh, Jesus, how do you say lust in Spanish? I mean, deseo sexual? Um, that would be sexual desire. Um, I don't know, actually, what lust is. I'm going to have to look it up right now. So anyway, yeah, that first piece. I'm going to now make myself uh, my food. Wishing you all a beautiful day wherever you are, and I'm sure we'll talk soon. Afternoon, afternoon, I guess again. Taking a sip of my uh, cauliflower water. Oh, I should have a cauliflower water.
Thank <laughs> you. 
Thank <laughs> you.
Hello. Well, I be darn. This is the first time that uh, that headset died. I kind of forgot to charge it, I guess. All right. But anyhow. So basically, by mid uh, October, I uh, I send me mid October. Yeah, of course it was because it'll make it uh, November December. Yeah. Yeah, of course, because it's going to make it four months by mid-February. I was like, I'm going to go intermittent fasting, and I'm basically going to go into that uh, simple diet, you know. And so since that time, there are a couple of things, you know, that I am... Uh, when I... There are a couple of things, you know, like uh, I have toast, so I have like peanut butter and jam, or I'm actually going to make my own peanut butter upcoming i just finished that nasty kind that i bought but i finished it i really have a, it's a pity of mine wasting any any food that i that i buy so and it was not like disgusting so anywho so there are a few things you know but the rest is like it's always the same thing it's a muesli with a fruit basically it's you know you kind of know and i've actually well the only thing that i've changed now is that i do uh, the blanching of the cauliflower cabbage or broccoli uh, to break the fast with the the well i mean i had cured all those olives so basically with olives and then the rest is basically the same and so it talks about you know like why people eat less when they eat the same thing and then i'm like <laughs> this is my fourth month you know eating the same thing every day and i'm crazy about it i mean i could I could easily eat a time and a half, actually. Uh, what I'm eating in terms of the muesli meal, I love it. And I even put like chickpeas or pinto beans sometimes in it. Because uh, I'm. Oh, that's, that's another thing that I'm doing too, is uh, cooking some beans on the side and adding it to the lentil dish. And, uh, and even for the lentils, even sometimes for the... Anyway, for the rice lentils, I mean, I, I, could, I could have easily doubled what I ate, you know. But one of my aim is to uh, to to try to curb that gastronomic enthusiasm, if you'll allow that uh, little uh, poetic flu uh, <laughs> uh, flu. I, I can't think of the word uh, that poet. Allow that poetic license, yeah. That uh, <laughs> because I do, I do have this weird thing about this weird relation with food where uh, you know I can eat so much but the point is you know from Gregor talking about how it is just normal you know to be bored or to be eating less 
because they had done a study where they had this kind of goo, I guess, kind of like the matrix, I'm not sure, at this university. And they were talking about weight regulation. So there's something about leptin, which is produced by the uh, fat cell, which to the hypothalamus tells it when they get to a place, when there is a certain amount, and then eventually basically turns off your hunger hormone. Basically, you're not hungry anymore because of the, the leptin conveys the information, you know, to your hypothalamus. And there are some people that have issue with that, and it's just not happening. They, they kind of compare it to, uh, to type 2 diabetes in the pancreas. You know, that it's producing it, that it's basically doing what it's supposed to do, but it's just not working out as good. There's something going on. And in this case, you know, something similar to type 2 diabetes, you clean your diet, you more than likely clean that as well. It is not irreversible. But the point was, I was using it as a reference, the point, uh, wow, the wind is like uh, definitely making it cooler. I'm glad I have my jacket. I mean, it's amazing, but uh, it's not, uh, it is not as warm <laughs> uh, as it was earlier. So that was just a reference that I was using in terms of uh, me looking at how <laughs> enjoyable that food is and I'm wondering is the reason why people get bored of it because it hasn't hit that uh, G spot you know it's not that G dish <laughs> I'm sure nobody has ever said that have you have you ever made your G dish did it hit the G your G I guess your gastronomic spot Ooh, the gastronomic spot I like that the G spot <laughs> it's a different G spot right and uh but yeah for me uh i want to i want to curb that enthusiasm that gastronomical and that gastronomical would you say that gastronomical enthusiasm i may have just made this one up but i think you get the gist of it that's good enough we're not in a grammatical lesson here Grammar, grammatical, grammar lesson. So, anywho, how did I go from where was to that? Where was that bridge? I don't know. Anywho, so, oh yeah, I was talking about the movie that I was watching, having lunch. And really, really enjoying the food. And it's simple food again, simple fare, you know, simple fare. Um, I really, <laughs> I really am simple with my, uh, <laughs> with my craving, with what makes me happy. And, you know, like where I am right now, you know, I mean, I'm in this little town surrounded by those uh, uh, littered hills with, uh, hills littered with olive trees. And it's a very small grocery store that we have. And I mean, even though I'm going to go to the one that's like five kilometers away, which is, you know, a little bigger because there's a few things in there like peanut butter. I don't have a, I don't think the blender here would, would survive. Like the one, she has a nice one in in Valencina where I did make peanut butter and it worked very nice. But, uh, you know, it, just a regular small grocery store. I can find pretty much whatever's going to work for me. And uh, I don't know, in, um, 
in the US, but it's definitely uh, in Spain it's interesting like uh, looking at plant-based milks. You know, they have quite a few. You know, they are getting propped up. Oh, okay. I was kind of looking at those guys, but they didn't make eye contact, so I wasn't going to engage. Anyhow. And sometimes, actually, I'm oh, I'm just crossing the street without looking, and I can hear a car coming from behind. Anyhow. So, oh wait, I was talking about Seneca, too. But let me finish about the whole lunch. So I started to watch, and then I realized, no, I wanted to read so I wanted to basically turn that screen off. You know, that kind of passive activity. I mean, it's it's really one of the most passive I can think of that I'm engaged in. And not that I have anything wrong with it, but I do, I am aware, and I've been aware for a while of of the quality of that experience, you know, compared to reading or to writing something or, you know, to whatever. It just is not quite the same. It's It just feels different. So, and I have some interesting stuff to read, but sometimes, you know, I don't have the energy or the interest, you know, I just, um, I'm not interested. And then, so I started to kind of read again, read on Michael Greger, and uh, then did a little bit of languages. And I wasn't sure, I wanted to give myself about like, you know, 15 minutes or so, tidy up the kitchen, and then see if I was going to go lay down to take a nap. I'm becoming quite a champion at that. And uh, I'm going I'm to be looking at a different way to get across here. It's just decent. I mean, not a lot, but still, for around here, I think this is a road that's quite used. It's between Torre del Campo and uh, Jamilena. It's uh, kind of a county road. But it's also, there's a kind of some kind of a quarry, so... Basically, a bunch of trucks, you know, with uh, kind of rock sand or I don't know what else they carry from there. So there's a bunch of traffic from there. So, and I'm about to come to a place anyway. And there is, you, I just passed the truck and there is another one coming the other way. Yeah, there's quite a few trucks during the time. I guess they are, they are busy. <laughs> So talked about <laughs> kind of waiting to see, but it's so it's so beautiful out there. Talked about that in a letter this morning about you know having cold days and being lured outside because of sun, because of light. You know, it's one thing. Actually, even if it was snowing, because snowing is not as cold. But, you know, when you have a rain or just kind of overcast and the wind is blowing and it's just cold, it's it's just not that pleasant. But uh, with that sun, my goodness, the Andalus, the sun from Andalusia, woof, it's uh, almost irresistible. And not that I, you know, all the time, all the time I walk for hours and hours, but... Uh, but yeah, you end up getting drawn outside. Just it's yeah, the sun calls you. It's my uh, my vitamin D dealer. <laughs> it's my Didi. <laughs> it's my Didi. Man, I'm having that G, new G spot, a new Didi. My goodness, a lot of new acronym I'm coming up with. 
they don't use them much here. Even apparently in a science uh, community, it uh, seems to be more more using creating acronyms. To me, that makes sense. It's, you know, it sounds efficient. Well, it doesn't sound. It is. I'm sure you can get some confusion about some acronym that might closely resemble other. And then there is the other one where the acronym is actually created, meaning the words are just meant to create a smart acronym, but the words themselves are not as important compared to the title of like uh, the military expansion abroad, whatever you call it, MEA. Here we go. So, you know, the acronym doesn't have any ring to it, but it basically would be understood, you know within the, the memo that it's what it's talking about. And there are some that are basically like smart goal. Here we go. Smart goal. Goal setting. Smart, specific, uh, measurable, action-oriented, realistic timetable. Smart. So the the acronym is meant to have something catchy, pegadiso. And so I don't know what you call that. If it's the same, if it's still called an acronym, when it is designed to sound... A specific way instead of being the diminution of three words into one i don't know i don't know the technicality of that anyhow my goodness now here we go so now the wind is gone man you can feel that sun that is so crazy the changes i mean we're talking about a temperature that, that has more than doubled you know in about four days uh, what a difference wow wow yeah, I think I may, I may do like we did with Pilar, which is to bring the El Colchon, the mattress, outside. I'll have to cover my face, but to uh, to do a little sunbathing and just enjoying that sun heating on the body. That'll be nice. Anywho, what else for you folks? What else? Well, I've talked about... Uh, Writing my note to my uh, friends and family in French. Getting some practice, but I have to say I don't. I don't enjoy it as much. I really don't. Writing in French is so... I don't know. I've talked about that uh, actually maybe even yesterday or maybe this morning. It feels so a-spiritual. And not that I consider myself like a spiritual uh, you know, writer, but... To approach the theme, you know, of the abstract or or giving a different dimension to feelings and sentiments. It is just, it, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel like it has a depth. It feels way more analytical than it does feel, uh, you know, whatever you call that belongs to that emotional intelligence. I don't know. That's my uh, my piece of it. And I guess that would be tricky for a lot of people to understand that. Because if you get to master another language beside your mother tongue, you know. And uh, I mean, I still have a ways to go, but, you know, I definitely uh, have a good handle on my Spanish too now. And I keep working on that. Well, I keep working on the other one anyway. But it's it's interesting that the quality of the experience of one who expresses himself in a in one tongue versus another, how they each have something. Oh my, that's my experience. That's kind of a tough, that would be a tough one to, 
to have a scientific conversation about in terms of uh, because it's not even just a fact of uh, speaking more than one language it's where your mother tongue is you know i'm sorry not where <laughs> where is it <laughs> it's what it is you know what is your mother tongue and then what's the other tongue that you learn because i bet you a russian learning english and a french learning english it's not going to be the same thing because the mother tongue will influence the experience on the other one and eventually it will be a rippling effect so all of those factors i think will make it very very hard if not impossible because i don't know how many people you know if you were to i mean there's going to be data on that um but i don't think there are that many you know I mean, like in my case, where English is more mother tongue to me than French, you know, even though technically that's not accurate, but to me, yeah, it is. It is way more natural for me to express myself in English. There is something in it that feels more genuine than when I do it in French. It feels like dry and arid with French. Just, uh, yeah, just not nice. Not, not as, not as rich. There's just something about the English language. Anyway, and with my, actually even with, yeah, I haven't found any language, uh, that could compete with English, I have to say, in terms of, uh, the way that I, how I can express myself and how, what it feels like when I do so. English is, is it, it just has something to me. And of course, that could be completely missed by everybody else, meaning it's just something that's perceived by me and it has no basis in objective reality. But that doesn't matter anyway, because it's, it is my experience. But anyhow, well, that's a long stretch. <laughs> that's a long, a long way home to, uh, to express that, uh, <laughs> that activity that I did this morning. And then we'll see about the new client. She's already, contacted me again to say that she'd started to fill it out and and then say she took she closed it which i guess i guess i don't know she closed it and when she reopened it um she lost all her data and i was almost like but why did you close it you know i mean i'm assuming she basically closed the entire window and i'm like well i mean I think if you close most windows, you're going to be, like if you make an order, like if you start to make an order, well, I don't know how that works, but you don't need to close it. Just shut your computer, and then when you reopen it, my guess is either you will uh, have what you've done so far, or on the website, because it's a JOT form, that's what I'm using, I would, I'm pretty sure there is a way for you to... Uh, to record and to save your progress. There is no way that, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I'm like, I'm not gonna get into that because that's not as important. So, and basically she will fill out the form. So I wasn't sure initially, I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> is, is it already an excuse here? <laughs> it would not have surprised me. Anywho, so, but no, no, looks like she's, uh, Gonna go on, and the name is Hope Esperanza. And uh, Esperanza, and uh, Italian, they, t- they take the E out. And then uh, Espoir, or Esperance, Esperance, yeah, I guess. Uh, hope, well, I guess in French you have two kinds. 
you have espoir, which is hope, I guess it is hope, and espérance. Espoir, espoir. Yeah, there are two different ones. Interesting. Uh, in English, I guess? No, I think it's hope encompasses both. Wow, interesting. I never thought of that. That way. Here is me slamming down on the spiritual element of uh, French language, and there is two nuances of uh, hopes in French. Anyway. Anyway, well, here I am holding my phone because my headset is gone. So I'm so I'm so plugged in, guys. You know, I'm so used to. You know, listen. I was listening to Omega Three, learning a little more about Alpha Lonelic and uh, all the Omega Three, Omega Six. Kind of learning a little more. It's still costing me the freaking uh, EPA DHA conversion. Basically, and also that uh, omega-3 and omega-6 fight for the same enzyme. So, and then it looks like omega-6 has priority. Anyway, so they're talking about conversion of uh, the raw material into EPO, DHA. And people have trouble to synthesize it. And now I'm learning that basically, if you have a more healthy ratio of omega-3 to omega-6, that may not be an issue. Meaning, eating whole food, basically instead of junk processed food. So, which that I had kind of learned before when, you know, omega-3 was just touted as such an amazing thing and omega-6 as a bad one, which wasn't fair because, yeah, omega-6 is pro-inflammatory, but you do need that. (laughs) If you don't have that, you die. You know, and of course, both of them are needed, you know. Anyway, but regardless, and it feels like, well, here's another nuance that's going in the same direction, basically. But this whole uh, Omega-3 party. Anyway, guys, I'm about to go up the hill. Not going to hold that phone. So, oh, wow, they have a multilingual text, a multilanguage text here. Anyhow, on a beautiful uh, afternoon in Andalusia, Last day of uh, January, wishing you a beautiful uh, afternoon, and then uh, we'll talk later. Mm-hmm.